Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Liberated Woman podcast. I'm your host, Shanee. I'm a rebirthing breathwork facilitator, ancestral healer, and spiritual guide, and it's my life's mission to support women just like you on your path to spiritual awakening and feel safe in doing so. This podcast is for you to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your consciousness, and reclaim the truth of who you really are. If you know that you are ready for more and want to stop playing small and take radical responsibility for your healing, expansion, and liberation so that you can live your life in your highest pleasure, you've come to the right space. Each episode, you will receive a deepening of your feminine wisdom so that you can be reminded of the magic and power that already lives in you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Liberated Woman podcast. I am so pleased that you are joining me once again for another episode full of feminine wisdom to support your awakening and to support your remembering of who you truly are as a woman living at this time and being in your sacred remembrance. So today, when I release this episode, it's actually Friday the 13th. I don't normally release episodes on a Friday. They normally come out on a Monday, but I really just wanted to drop in and share a little bit of knowledge around Friday the 13th and cast some truth on what this date really means. Because as awakening women, we know that we are in search for the truth because we are remembering the truth of who we are. And that's exactly why I love to share these nuggets of wisdom with you. And in actual fact, in Soul on Fire, the three-week journey that I'm about to start with an amazing group of women this Sunday for the opening ceremony, we're going to be exploring just that. The remembrance of who you truly are before the conditioning, before other people crushed your dreams, before other people put their their stories on you and it became his story not her story and we're going to be exploring that so deeply in this three-week journey I've actually spent today doing a lot of the creation for the tasks that we're going to be doing and the invitations that I have for the women in the group and I'm just so excited to get started with this there's still time to join us for this three-week journey of soul on fire the opening ceremony starts October the 15th this Sunday at 7 30 p.m so if you've been watching my Instagram stories or you've been listening to the podcast or reading my um, love letters in my mailing list and you're sitting on the fence and you're thinking, oh, I don't know if this is for me or I don't know if I can afford it right now, send me a DM, send me some questions and I'll see if I can support you to see if it is the right fit for you. And I really, really look forward to starting that on Sunday. So back to today's episode on Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th has always been known probably as an old wives tale in your existence as an unlucky day. And the number 13 in general is synonymous with being unlucky or in superstition, really bringing bad luck. But today I want to talk about some of the beliefs that are contrary to that and where this date actually originated from and how it actually is all about the divine feminine and the feminine awakening and how we can bust some of these myths that the patriarchal world has had us believing. Because we know that as we are awakening and remembering as women on this path, 
to the sacred feminine, that there are just so many stories and narratives and constructs that we are actually trying to break down and we are trying to get rid of and we are trying to de-armor ourselves from all of the conditioning that has been placed upon us to come back into a place of sacred remembrance. So the first record of the number 13 being unlucky as a number apparently appeared in the late 1600s and it was considered to sit 13 people at a table, unlucky to sit 13 people at a table. And it was believed that actually the 13th person would cause someone to die within a year. So it created this kind of, you know, um, curse or this dark magic or this superstition around the number 13. But this actually seems to stem from an old Norse myth. And the the word Friday comes from the word, the Norse word of Frigid, what we might believe to be the goddess Freya. So actually, there's a real connection here to Norse culture, and also to pagan culture. So according to the Norse myth, there were 12 gods that were having a dinner party. And the Loki, which was um, some kind of unwanted guest, he he was, a, um, I believe, some kind of monster figure in their culture, arrived as an uninvited guest. And he was guest number 13 at that dinner party. And at that dinner party, Loki arranged for a bl- the blind god of darkness known as Hoda to shoot Boulder, the beautiful god of joy. So here we have the classic story of good versus evil and evil coming in the darkness, the blind god of darkness to come in and take away the god of joy, the pleasure, okay? And we know as women that we have faced difficulty with experiencing desire and pleasure because we feel that we don't deserve it or we feel that somebody is going to come and take it away from us. And we've lived our lives in this patriarchal world that has us believing that we only deserve pleasure after we've worked really hard, or we only deserve to have good after we've done the hard graft. Whereas really it's the other way around, or we'd like to invite it to be the other way around where we rest first. And from that, we can start to create the masculine structure. So we're at this dinner party, the Loki arrives and arranges for the blind god of darkness to shoot the beautiful god of joy, creating this division, creating this typical aid old adage of good versus evil. And Odin, who was another um, god, loved boulders so much that he made sure that all living and dead things made a promise not to hurt boulder, the beautiful god of joy. Um, But he had forgotten the mistletoe. So Loki Loki dipped one of Hodder's arrows in mistletoe and convinced him to shoot it at Boulder. And Boulder died and the earth turned dark. And according to the Norse myth, from then on, 13 was considered an unlucky number. And then if you look at the Bible, we then have a very similar setup with the Last Supper, where 13 people were at the table and one of them died very soon after. But actually, if you start to look at what 13 actually means 13 is a very matriarchal feminine number it's the number of cycles that a woman would have in the year according to the lunar cycle it's the number of lunar cycles that we have in the year and actually before the gregorian calendar we used to have 13 months and 13 um 
star signs and now they turned it into 12 again which was another way of the patriarchy changing the natural way of the world and the natural order of the world and and turning it into something that they wanted us to believe in and then we come on to the to the day of friday and you know in some cultures friday is well in my culture certainly in jewish culture friday is the day of rest it's the sabbath it's the day that when the sun goes down at sunset we invite in the sabbath bride it's a very feminine energy we 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 stop everything we're doing in the week and we take time to fully rest and be present and be in prayer and be with family but for so many other people it's been considered a really unlucky day it was said that jesus was crucified on a friday that Abel was slain by Cain on a Friday, the 13th, actually. I mean, these are all Bible stories. Um, That the whole deal with the Tower of Babel happened on a Friday. That in Rome, people were executed on a Friday. And that in Britain, people were hung on a Friday. So you can start to see that in Christianity and the Christian church and the Bible, they really had like a fear of Friday, And when you put Friday and you put the unlucky 13 together, it starts to become a very quick and clear story that Friday the 13th is actually unlucky. But for Wiccans and ancient pagans, it's actually not an unlucky day at all. In fact, it's quite the contrary, because for ancient pagans, Friday was a day where you could receive blessings and gifts from the gods, and it made it a really spiritual and a lucky day. And in some pagan religions, 13 was actually considered to be the last stage of life. So the first 12 were in this life uh, on this earth. And the 13th, the final one, symbolized the afterlife or heaven or enlightenment. Um, And again, like for pagans, this was not a bad thing because they were so in tune with nature and the land and the feminine and Mother Earth that they didn't fear this natural part of the cycle. They understood the cycles. And as I said earlier, the name Friday is believed to have come from Frigid or Freya, the goddess of love and fertility. And it's super feminine and abundant and flowing to think about fertility and creation. Um, And, you know, the Christian church with their patriarchal views and their fear of powerful women really started to associate the number 13 with being unlucky and then they started to associate it associate it with witches and witches covens and there were 13 witches in a coven and they placed this belief into the minds of women and witch fearing people so that they started to create the belief that friday and 13 synonymously was unlucky but actually you know if we strip away the patriarchal conditioning of his story and come back to her story, to the pagans, to the Wiccans who were a a mother and female and matriarchal and goddess worshipping society, then we can actually see that the 13 and the Friday, Freya, the goddess of, of fertility and love, actually is the very essence of the feminine. And if you know in your very core of your cellular being 
that you are a witch or a healer or an oracle or a mystic or a psychic or a herbalist or a doula, a midwife, a seer. If you know that you have these powers inside of you that are so magnificent and so much more powerful than you'll ever know, this probably resonates in your cellular system. And you'll know that your powers were shut down because they feared you being a witch, because they feared the powerful feminine and they feared the magic that you held inside. So they shut it down because the patriarchy couldn't handle a powerful woman. They still cannot handle a powerful woman. And women who gather in covens, women who gather together in circle, in sisterhood, that magic is amplified even more. And we're entering witch season. This is the season of witches. It's Samhain at the end of this month. And I'll actually be holding a Samhain sacred sisterhood circle in Norwich on the 29th of October. If you'd like to come and honor your ancestors and honor the witches who died so that we could be the descendants to remember and awaken and bring back the powers and the gifts that we hold inside of us, then come and join us and sit in this circle around the cauldron, around the fire. And actually on that note, cauldrons actually apparently originally came from when women would brew beer and they would do it in the marketplaces. And in order to attract customers, they would wear these big pointy hats and they would have these big barrels where they would create and brew the beer. And so that turned into the pointy witch's hats and the cauldron where people think they make their potions and their spells and curse people. But also it would have come from the herbalists who were mixing their elixirs and the doulas who would create, you know, with the herbalists and create things for the women who were going through labor and birth. And your service to this current timeline is so profound. Your energetic magic will, magic will literally ripple out into the cosmos and beyond, beyond anything you might ever understand. And you didn't come to earth at this time to hide your power and your truth, sis. None of us did. Like we've hid it for far too long. We were shut down for far too long. We were suppressed and oppressed and silenced and dismissed for far too long. And we are remembering, we are awakening, we're coming back into the soul essence of who we truly are. But within our cellular system lies the fear and the mistrust because we were persecuted for having that power, because we were threatened and tortured and killed and burnt. But I know that you came here to walk your mission. And without your mission, the planet will continue to live under the illusion of Maya, under the illusion of separation, under an illusion full stop, an illusion that has been created like an overlay, like a film on top of our original essence created by this entity known as the patriarchy. And now more than ever, I know that it's time for you to unleash your power and your magic into this world and live a life that lights you up. Because if you don't do it for yourself, what are you teaching your, your future generations? What are you teaching your children? What are you teaching your partner, your community, your friends, your family, the earth, the world? So let's flip the script on Friday the 13th 
and turn it into a day of celebration and the divine feminine. No more witch hunts, no more mistrusting of other women. We're here to celebrate, support, and encourage each other to live in our power, to share our gifts, to share our magic, to amplify that in sisterhood. And that's exactly what we'll be doing in Soul on Fire. It starts in two days. I've already got a beautiful collection of women in the group. And I know that there are more of you out there who know that you came to this world to spread your magic and live a life that lights you up. And you can see that when you do that for yourself and you nourish yourself and you live a life that feels good for you, that literally ripples out, not only back to your ancestors who couldn't do it, but to your legacy, for your legacy, for your future, for the future generation of this planet, which honestly, goddess knows, really needs it right now. The world is in chaos. It's messed up. There's so much damage going on. If we suppress our power and stop ourselves from living in our truth, we are doing ourselves and the world a disservice. So sis, if you've been sitting on the fence and you're not sure, but you know you have a deep desire inside of you and you've been too scared to put it out there, you're too scared to be seen, there's probably a cellular level trauma from the time of the witch trials, from the time of being hunted, from the time of persecution, from his story, that has stopped her story, your story, from being seen. So you've got two days to get in, and I would love to have you in that vortex. I'd love you to hop on the soul train with me and your sisters, because it's powerful. I've created the the invitations for the activities to do, and I'm excited writing it. Like, it's a powerful journey. I can't wait to share the activities. And it's not your average manifestation course. It's not a quick fix distraction Because honestly, like manifestation, it's not safe if you don't hold it properly. And you'll always manifest what you need, not necessarily what you want. And that doesn't always look pretty. So I really encourage you that if you want to be a part of this, come and join us for the potent opening ceremony this Sunday, October the 15th. You're going to have a breathwork journey included and a closing ceremony and daily drop-ins in a telegram group where you get to do some self-paced work on what is stopping you from living in your soul's desires and how to get more clarity and vision on what they actually might be so that you can live the life you want, whatever that might be. Writing the book you want, having more time without your children, being more present with your children, leaving a job you don't like, having more boundaries in your relationship, having better communication or intimacy in your relationship, traveling the world, seeing different places, making a difference, donating to a charity, whatever it might be, whatever your desires are, no, nothing too big and nothing too small. And you'll have me in your back pocket every day for 21 days, dropping in the goods, and you will be on the path to connecting deeper with your desires. We start this Sunday. So if you want to join us, please do. I hope today's episode has been really informative and that you've learned something new about Friday the 13th that you didn't. To all my witches, to all my oracles, to all my seers, to all my priestesses, my wise women, my doulas, I love you all. I see you. I hear you. I honor you. I am you. Until next week, have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Liberated Woman podcast. I hope this episode has landed in your heart and activated and awakened you in some way. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe and leave a review. 
This really helps more awakening women on their spiritual path to reach out and gives them a safe space to drop in and feel connected and empowered. I'd love to connect with you over on my IG at underscore Shanibella and in my Facebook group, The Divine School of Feminine Awakening. Until then, have a magical day.